And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 137 today. Basketball, week three, recap, week four, podcast preview. Your host, CJ Sparrow, joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are we doing tonight, brother? That was a long, dramatic pause. I kind of liked it. Uh, Forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, long week. It's. I feel like we need to get the, maybe get these podcasts on maybe a Sunday night because it feels like... I was in yeah, Atlantic City. I know. No, I know, no, no, but I'm saying like, it just, I feel like I'm not... Um, it's like a long time from the games on Tuesday, not as long from Thursday games, but... Um, we find time to do it when we can, but Monday night, 10.30 start. This is probably the earliest start time of a podcast in a long not time. Not an awful start, not an awful start. Not an awful start. Um, hopefully get done in an hour. A few things I want to talk about at the beginning of the podcast just to reiterate. reiterate. First thing, respect the referees. Um, let's remember not How to How a referee come up to me today in good spirits, like laughing about it, but like uh, not looking forward to your league on Tuesday and telling you we're already getting that. So I think we all need to remember that it is a men's league, that they are just referees, and that they are doing the best job that they feel possible. And I promise you, as much as you may believe so, they do not give a fuck who wins the game. That is number one. So please respect the referees because TJ wants to get that call for his fourth graders. Late in the game, and uh, under two minutes, kid gets fouled. TJ needs that call. Got two of them today. One Got two of them today. 35-33, big upset win for one of my fifth grade teams. Second thing I want to say. Respect your opponent. Um, the shit talk's getting a little disrespectful. Stop. Tell your crowds. Tell your people. Tell your teammates. No, no disrespectful shit. No suck my dicks. No. I'll see you in the parking lot. No. No. None of that. I don't want to hear none of that. Um, cold people came up to me and were like, "Yo, what's going on?" Like people are being mad, disrespectful. It's. I'm like, "All right, I'll like, I'll take care of it. I'll talk to some people." Um, I'm not calling anyone by name, anything like that. Just let's all remember that it is just a friendly men's league that we are all um, getting to know each other, become like a family. The football league is a family. Um, and you still see sometimes it's a little disrespectful at times, but like, yeah, just keep your head and keep your cool. So um, that's really all I got to say. League's shaping out pretty well through three weeks. A couple teams showing they're dominant. Other teams kind of need to figure it out. Um we head into a week where we only have four games this week. No games on Thursday. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the league. Um, I guess we could start with week three recap. Yeah, let's get into the Tuesday night games. Do you have a 9 o'clock slate on your phone? Yeah, first game of the day, I believe, was the Bad Boys against the Pan. Um, a game that we talked about the, on the podcast we said that the pen needed to do a few things like slow the game down not allow the bad boys to get in transition and get easy buckets um and had to kind of just hit their shots and be on their game and honestly early on they really were brian conforth was playing very well mike venezia was hitting some threes i felt that early on they were definitely doing a good job of moving the ball well um using clock on offense not just taking the first good shot they saw they were moving the ball getting guys one two three touches before um a shot went up so that they did very well. They definitely listened to me, or they at least heard those words and felt that the, that was what they were supposed to do. And it was for a while, but then you kind of just saw the bad boys' um, strength down low, getting in transition, and they kind of just took a lead, went up by like fifteen, and kind of coasted the rest of the way. Never got within ten again. Um, bad boys are a well-oiled machine. No how did Allen Christian Garcia? How did uh, Christian Garcia look? Christian looked phenomenal as always. 
grabbing hella boards makes me finish with like 24 and 12. I don't have stats tonight. I'm sorry. I had a long weekend. Played a lot of fight football this weekend. Didn't have an opportunity to really dive into the stats. But I told Cabins to tell the teams, um, I'll have everything done by the end of this weekend. Okay. But for both weeks. So you'll we'll be I'll be grinding this weekend for sure. Regardless, back to the game. Bad boys look very impressive again. Um, Andrew Segley was taking over, took a lot of big shots, took a lot of shots early, was hitting his threes. Um, KP and Christian were cleaning up the glass. Brand Stewart was just, again, being a stat, stat sheet stuffer, hitting big shots when he needed to, um, moving the ball very well, passing a lot in transition, just getting guys really open looks. Thomas Edley still has not been able to find his shot so far this season. Um, he was cherry picking for a few of the buckets, and I told him, hey, stop disrespecting the game, get back on defense. He's like, I'm trying to get my percentages up. Mm. Um, the percentages are a little busted for him, but he did he he did hit one in this game. But um, it sucks for this game because this game for the last like 10, 13 minutes, there was just no defense being played. It was an all-star game feel. It was an all-star game feel. By the time I got there, I think I got there at like 9.30, 9.45, and by that time, the game was already over. They scored 110 it. points. Yeah. Um, the Pan put up 80. 80-something, but like I said, the last 12 minutes, there was really no defense. Everything was transition, three, transition, layup. Got the bad boys trying to throw some crazy alley-oops like to KP. So um, that's not what I love to see because I want more competitive yeah, games. Um, but understandably so, as the game wears on, if the team's up by 20, it becomes hard to keep your energy going yeah. as a team that's losing. Um. The Pan, they're definitely they've had a tough schedule to start the year. They played against teams that are three and zero, three and zero, and two and one, I believe. So they definitely had a tough schedule. They had a tough loss week one to Drock's team. Not down on their team, but they um, definitely need to start collecting some wins if they're going to look to make the playoffs. Um, I like what I saw like from Brian Conforth. He's definitely their best player and their best scorer. I like Pete Mancini, very athletic guy. Um, Sal was kind of a non-factor with the two bigs on uh, Bad Boys kind of controlling the glass. So, overall, Bad Boys continue to roll. The Pan got to figure it out. Pants in that 0-3. They play against 0-3. Mike Oliva's team next week. So Must win. Must win for Must both teams. Must win for both teams. That's we'll a good game. About that we'll talk about that. Back. As for the Bad Boys, they are right back on track, expecting where we need them to be, sitting at 3-0. and All right, let's go to the next 9 o'clock game, Chris. Um, I think this one started at 9.30 because we had like the 30-minute the difference. Yeah, and this was uh, Black Air Forces versus TTG Blue Devils. Uh, TTG Blue Devils coming in with a, uh, a undermanned lineup, only had six guys. Ty Boogie looks like he's out for the season. Um, sucks that he couldn't continue to play. Best wishes to him. We know he'll be uh, well, he'll be at all the games, but he just keeps knee. He can't do it. Um, Bobby hasn't been able to find his stride yet. Through three games. Hasn't really been able to get his good shots falling. Um, just hasn't gotten to the rhythm that we saw him in last year. Black Air Force has had their full roster. 13-man roster. Some guys didn't. I don't know, I'm not sure if everyone saw the floor. I know Jarrock did not play in this one. Um, I know a few guys didn't get a crazy amount of minutes. Um, they got a lot of good athletes. Jesse, Sterry, Kyle Bradshaw. It's a nice little big three for them. Um, Why does Jarrock have a 13-man roster? I don't know. Um, but... I like the Black Air Force's team. They play with a lot of passion. They play really hard on defense. They rebound the ball well. And they're always going to have the crowd advantage. Um, they got their guys that come and they, they cheer them on, talk a little shit to the other team. Let's keep it to a minimum. But you can still have fun. Just don't be disrespectful, obviously. Um, I think that in this game, TTG didn't move the ball well. A lot of uh, ISO opportunities, not a lot of moving the ball, just getting the offense working. 
Black Air Force, on the other hand, look like they were just getting, getting, moving the ball, getting good shots each time down. Drock emphasizes the three passes before you shoot offense, <laughs> which, listen, man, if you are if, if you don't have a bunch of really, really, really good best players that are guaranteed buckets every time down like some teams have. That's a funny offense. Getting though. two or three passes in moves the offense, gets people moving, gets the defense on in bad situations, and you're able to take advantage. Um, Jesse was a beast in this game. Stereo was really good in this one. Um... Overall, though, I'm impressed by BFA. They come out and get a third win, get to 3-0 and on the season. Their full team looks good. Kyle Bradshaw did a little bit, too. Um, KP also kind of got it going, hit a few threes. I think uh, I like this B- uh, this BFA team. They're a team that I'm going to see what they do when they play against like Showtime, Us, Bad Boys, DFA. Like When they play those games, those are going to be the big test for them. But they've handled all the teams that they played thus far. They beat Bayer Marquez, who was an MVP candidate in the team last year. For the team last year, and uh, they beat them seventy to sixty-two. Yeah, I mean, a really competitive game. They've, they've been disappointing up to this point. TTJ, TTG's correct. definitely been disappointing. Bobby, um, you know, we talked about that. You talked about that. How Bobby's getting like forty a game last year. Now he's scoring what five a game? The, the average, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Zach Moran hasn't got going for them. Took a lot of shots early. Wasn't hitting. Hit some shots later in the game to kind of keep the minute, but. Um, just not, not a good game by them. They've yeah, been they can't. They can't game. hit. And as as for Jackson, like you said, they maybe they played a quote unquote weaker schedule up to this point, but they're scrappy. They have a lot of guys that, and I don't really think playing time even seems like a big concern for that team. They like they look, win. yeah, they're pretty into it. Everyone's into it. They bring a good crowd, like you said. They defend. They're athletic. They, they get out in tra- They get out guys. in transition. Yep. They have a good mix of, of people, and you know, like you said, like we talk about it with. You know, the football league, Jarak, like, as your team captain, he wants to win the game, which is very important. Like, he goes there looking to win every week. They go, not saying that other teams don't, but, like, he's into the game. He'll being, sacrifice his yeah, 10 minutes no. a game to make sure a good player's on the court. Being, I mean, being very into the game is a huge part of, of the game, I think. Very true. When we talk about, uh, or we already talked about our game, but. No, we didn't. No, we, we talked about the DFA game yet? No. I, I don't know why I thought we recapped that on the last podcast. No. That's this week, excuse me. But um, when we talk about our game, we're going to talk about being into the game, I think, was the biggest difference. Drox team, Black Air Forces are always going to be into the game. Like you said, we're, we're waiting on to see them against. I want to see them against what we presume to be the top four teams in the league. Yeah. And not to say that they're not right now one of the top four teams in the league, but I actually need to see what they do against the teams that I've seen play very good basketball thus yeah. far. I like what Black Air Force has shown us. I like Jesse, Sterry, Kyle Bradshaw. That big three is probably the way that they're going to get most of their points, get their um, most of their I stats. I like Kyle honestly. Bradshaw. Yeah, Kyle Bradshaw, really good player. I played at Manuswan. Um, I think might want, to, might want a sectional title. While tough, he was there. very tough. Um, very good game, very high-spirited game. Let's make sure we keep our level heads uh, and... And make sure that we continue to play good basketball both sides. I want to see TTG move the ball more. And uh, they were they had an undermanned team, so hopefully they got ten guys. They're nine, ten guys showing up this week. Um, Jared Pearson played okay as a big, but it's tough playing a big when they when Drock's team had a couple guys they were able to throw at him at one time. Um, not that I'm worried about TTG, but like I want to see better basketball being played going forward. And I think this week again uh, in this game this week on Tuesday they'll have an opportunity to do that. All right, let's move on. Moving on to the 10 o'clock game. That was our game against DFA, Shooters versus DFA. Probably was the game of the week coming in. Didn't end up being the game of the week after the game was over. Um, I got busy. Early came out Early. hot. <laughs> no, um, 
Honestly, we were missing Ricky. We were missing uh, BJ. BJ, but we played with me, Pat, uh, Emmerich, TJ, Abdul came late a little bit later, uh, and we played really well. Connor. Connor played really well. We moved the ball well. We have no problem deferring to other guys on our team who get buckets at times. Uh, Cam was an amazing playmaker for us, guarding Deshaun ninety four feet, guarding um, everyone. Guarding our defense everyone. was our defense was our defense suffocating. Is, is suffocating. I mean, we didn't even come out that hot. I had two early threes in this game, um, but defensively, it was unbelievable. Cam Cam was the story of the game. I know he went crazy late, but like early, Shrip Deshaun got the first bucket. Play, they, 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 uh, Deshaun got a basket on Cam and tried rocking the baby. And Cam was like, I don't know what the fuck they think is going on over here. Like, shit's really not like that. <laughs> and he really got, he was clamping up defensively. Pat Reddington everywhere defensively. Emmerich, like we talked about, great in this game. Abby was great in this game. Um, the, the difference, like I just said, the difference between us and them was we definitely wanted it more. Yeah. Like we were very into the game we off rip. Communicate, we were communicating Talking, at a high level. Yeah. We were, energy was very high. We were, we were, we were very into We had people game. arguing, like uh, Pat said to me after the game, Pat goes, damn, I love playing the team. Like me and Emmerich were guarding over, we're arguing over who's going to guard Deshaun. Like we have everyone on our team wants to defend and, and defend the other team's best guys. So we, uh, we look good. We're the best team in the league. Like I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm saying that. Like I think that our team is the best team in the league. Uh, we came out against DFA, who people had in the top three, and the game was wasn't close. No, it wasn't, wasn't. like it wasn't close it at was all. Forty to seventeen at a point, or forty to nineteen at a point. I looked at the score. Cam board. had one at the, the. They kind of were kind of getting some momentum, and then Cam hit the one at from like from very deep at yes. the buzzer to end the first half. Um, Pat Reddington was a beast in this one, I, too. I will say, as good as our defense was, they definitely just missed some shots. Which yeah, I definitely. Do. I expect that if we played them again, they would come out. It wouldn't out. be like that. No, no. no it would, it would, I don't no. think if we played them again, we wouldn't. it wouldn't be a blowout well, the whole first game. first of all, their intensity would be way higher because they know they're they going to want bring it, yeah. that intensity against us. Two, I think they'd probably shorten their rotation a little bit, um, play their best players. They might minutes. start picking up full court. Yeah, they might start picking up full court. Just to put game pressure on us. I felt like we didn't really have game pressure on us after like the first like eight minutes of the game. I felt like we were up. Early, they were missing some shots. We were hitting shots. I had a quick six. Like, I don't know when I'm scoring points for our, your team, and you're not. Me scoring. and you had 12 of our first, like 12. 16. Yeah, it, we were getting busy early. I don't know, it was 12 or 16. No, no, it wasn't no, 12 or 16. My, my first, I think my first, we made it 16. So we had like 12 or first, like 25, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's and that, that you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Me and Kurtzman are, are getting off on you. You're in trouble. Yeah, you guys got to guard us. But uh, no, overall, great. Uh, it was a great game for our team. DFA definitely wishes they could have that one back. Um, I think they'll be fine. They just have to come with better energy. They were tight. After they're the on time and like ready to go. Like I feel like you guys had guys coming in the door as the game was going on. After the game, they were definitely tight. They stood there. They were like, "Yo, we gotta figure this shit out." Like, I'm not trying to lose like that again. They were definitely like, Who "Wants to lose like that." They were frustrated with the loss, which is good. They were frustrated with the loss. You love to sure. see teams frustrated with a loss in my league because I want my league to be taken at a super serious level. You should get to the point where you wanna, where you wanna scream about losing to some team that you feel like you should have beaten. Yeah, know they feel like they. They definitely beaten. feel like they should have beaten. Hundred percent. But uh, didn't turn out that way. We pick up a. I don't. It was like it was like eighty four to like sixty five, something like that. Eighty four, sixty four, something like that. Um, we pick up a big win. Cam, Pat, Emmerich was a monster. One Abdul continues to be the great small ball five that he is, grabbing every rebound, being a great rim protector, passing the ball, knocking Pat, down a shot we need. Like, yep. Abby's been phenomenal for us. Uh, Augie comes in, gets a few <laughs> buckets at the end. Jay didn't get any to fall this week. Um, keep I'm, hammering their overs. I'm a. Uh... I like DFA from here on out. I'm not yeah, worried. I'm not worried about them not at all. Anyway. They just gotta bring that intensity. 
And as for our team, I think we're going to keep up the intensity. There, Everyone on our team, we just got a lot of hoopers, man. Got a lot of hoopers. All right, let's move on to the last game of the Tuesday slate was the locals against waiver wire warriors i had to leave a little before this game ended um when i came over the, the locals looked like they were kind of handling business waiver wire warriors still looked a little out of sync they had waiver wire warriors they yeah they have jamal but they're playing too much like iso get iso me, best get me. yeah like they they got first off they went like five six possessions in a row without jamal touching the ball like he's your uh, best player. obviously he's your best player especially with no mark kokoda there so like obviously He's got. He can't go six possessions in a row without him touching the ball. No, he's got to be touching. He definitely has to be getting his shots up in the game. Obviously, if his shot's not falling, he needs to just do more playmaking and make sure other guys are getting good shots and whatnot. But I feel like he was hitting some shots um, in this one. They just need to keep playing together and figuring out. This was definitely a game that they look back on and think that they could have definitely won against a team that in the locals that was also trying to um, figure out what was going on late in this game. From what I heard, Jamal hit four straight threes in a row to kind of cut the lead to like five or like five oh, or four at a point. He went stupid, um, but the locals were able to hold on. I thought Billy Moran played well. Dave Jones, Dave Dave Phillips, Dave Jones uh, played very well, was doing a good job controlling the pace of the team, getting the getting the team good looks. Catronio continued to be a monster down low. Oh, and they had the, they had that new, they had their new, um, their, their new addition to their roster. I'm not sure what his name is. Um, they texted. That was Dave, yeah, Dave's boy. Yeah, I forgot what his name was. They texted it to me last week. But um, he was good for them. He was a big, a good big man for them. Um, was Big Rob there for Waiver Wire Warriors? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think he was so. there. You need him being there is a huge part of the team. His boy guy. Nate, Nate, Nate was oh, his Nate. name. Okay. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's Dave's name. Um, Nate played well. Um, I'm happy to have him in the league. Happy they're gonna. He's gonna help their team out. Give them an extra big in the lineup. Um, I think if you're the locals, it's a big win for you guys. First win of the season. Kind of got to keep the momentum going. Not sure if they uh, – do they play? I'm not sure if they play. I'll have to check the schedule in a second. But um, they have a good team that can – if they're hitting shots, they're going to stay in the game. They play pretty good team defense. They know that they all have to crash the glasses. They're going to um, – and team rebound if they're going to team rebound. They're kind of a team that's getting into basketball shape. I think as the season goes on, they're going to be a team that improves week in good and week win out. For, good, good win for them. They needed to get on on the board yeah, there. Yeah, made it a little scarier than yeah, it had to be. Yeah, they need – no, they need, you need to get – out a win. You need to get out with a win right there. They needed to win that game against the Waiver Wire team. Um, as for the Waiver Wire team, they have to, well, they need, if Rob and Mark are there, I actually think their team is pretty good now. I think they actually with have. With Jamal, yeah. Yeah, with Jamal. I think they I think they have a squad. To compete with some teams. Yeah, with, no, with for sure. I think, the, I, I think they could definitely get some wins. But um, as for, uh, I'm losing strong. Locals. As for, the, as for the locals, they're a team, like you said, those are guys that have played together to, for a long time. Guys that know how to play with each other. Definitely need to get back into it a little bit, but um, they controlled, and then you know they lost it a little late. But I'm interested to see them moving forward against some of these other teams that we've talked about earlier in the podcast. I want to see them play against some of these other teams. Yeah, and the locals last time out played a really good game against DFA. DFA. I want to see them so against like the Pan. They played two. They played two good weeks yeah. of basketball in a row, and that's good to see from a team that in week one we beat by a lot. Um, so maybe Dave is the Dave is the answer for them. Because in two games he's played, they look pretty good in both of them. So, um, shout out to both those teams and hope to get their seasons going in the right direction for the Waiver Wire Warriors and the locals keep their momentum going. All right, Thursday games. We saw two very good games on Thursday now. Let's talk about um, Showtime against UDH. Welcome back, Taz. Welcome back, Taz. Taz had a huge game Taz this definitely went off. And I was happy for them, proud of them, because they... Um, well, first off, they're terrible late in the game. It's like lazy and dumb. 
Like Gork, like if Gorky's, I hope Gorky's listening to this. Like Gorky was literally an idiot. He comes down the court. They're up nine with like a minute thirty left, a minute forty-five left, whatever it was. Shoots an air ball, thirty-five foot three. They come down. No one runs back on defense. Hit a three. It's a six-point game. Like what the hell? Like what the fuck are you doing? Like like, like, like even shooting the ball. Just no, just just dumb. Second thing, um, Taz played amazing. Okay. They were throwing the ball down on the block. They had a clear dis, a clear mismatches down there. Um, Brandon Milling came late. Thought the game was at ten o'clock. Wasn't there for the nine o'clock game. So they had five guys. No Will Oswald yeah, either. Yeah, so I saw the first. Half yeah, of this game. they had five guys. No Will Oswald. Um, they fought though. Michael Eva was off early. Kind of got going a little bit for them late. Uh, I don't know his. I, I can't think of his name. I'm drawing Dan. a blank on his name. Dan is nice. Yeah, I know Dan is nice, and Dan has Dan, to be, and Dan has to play big for them, so he has a large responsibility on this team. Dan is nice. Kyle Parrish. Kyle Parrish always good in this game. Um, Katie Ryan, I think Simmons. Yes, Simmons. Ryan Simmons. Ryan played Simmons. Really, in the first half, I saw Ryan him playing very good. Stop shooting though. Don't shoot threes. Go 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 to the rim. He's unstoppable to the rim. Okay. Every time he goes to the rim, nice jelly, great touch around the rim, but he's got like a clunky shot. Okay. Like, go to the basket, dude. Your team and slash and kick. Then, like, don't like you have really good shooters on your team. You don't need to be shooting threes. I'm not hating on. I think he's a good player. I'm not hating on him at all. No, but, but their their team would be game. better off if he's just going to the rim. They need. I know it's tough to get out in transition with five guys. That's why I think they needed some subs. But they were missing Brandon. I think if they had Brandon, this one could have been a little bit different. But as as for Showtime, they gotta be smarter. And my here's my number one critique with them. Gorky playing point guard. I don't care if he's not turning the ball over, right? When he plays point guard, he brings the ball up. He passes it. Say he just passes the ball, right? Comes up, passes it to Taz or Ab Popple on the wing. He stays at the top. He stays at the top. So now you don't have Gorky under the basket to get offensive rebounds. You don't even have, Gorky doesn't even have to, you don't even have to throw the ball to him down on the block, which you could do and he could score on the block. You don't have to do that. When he plays point guard, he stands at the top after he passes. If he's not playing point guard, he runs and stands under the basket or sets the screen and rolls to the rim, and now he's under the basket where he's getting offensive rebounds. Like, go get your easy buckets. That team was not going to box out, first off, Tony, who's being a beast in this game, Gorky, and Av, who we know jumps too, and Lolly, who comes in and and gets rebounds. Like, they have to stop doing that. It's not that Gorky can't pass the ball or dribble the ball. He just needs to go down low and get them offensive rebounds. Free points. Free points. Do you want free points? Are you interested in free points? Yes? So go under the basket. Because you get 20 fucking offensive rebounds a game when you go down there. You can tell that TJ watched this game slash cares about Taz's team. No, well, I've also <laughs> played with Gorky forever. I know. And, and, when, and when I play with Gorky... You make him go yo, down low. Yo, I make Gorky don't go down low. Like, I played with Gorky forever. Like, I'm like, yo, Gorky, send me a screen and roll. Uh, Gorky can catch and he can finish. Taz is aware of this. But... I know you could shoot, but you fall in love with standing on the perimeter, which fucking kills your team. As for UDH, UDH they just needed they needed more guys. They, yeah, they ran. They, they were they were they're out of it. Their their team is good. I know they're at zero and three. They play in a must win game. Um, Hopefully they get a full roster. They have nine yeah. guys in the roster. Hopefully yeah, they get a full just, roster. And Brandon out. Milling was like, "Damn, no one texted me." He's like, "I can't believe no one texted me." He was like, "Yo, where are you?" He's like, "Every time I'm not, someone's not at a game, I text him. Where are you?" It's like no one even sent me a halftime text. Yeah, he was devastated. devastated. He was devastated. Michael even needs to get back in his bag too. He's playing with no confidence. He's like, he misses a life. He's like, oh, I'm sorry as fuck. Like, what if get <laughs> fucking back and go make a three, Mike? You're fucking. He said, "I'm a sorry, good player, dude. Fuck. Come on." Yeah, you gotta get, he's listening. He's in football mode. He's gotta get back into basketball shape. Uh, UDH has a big game next week against the Pan. 0-3-0-3 matchup. Uh, they need that one badly. As for uh, Showtime, they moved to 2-1 and one on the season. 
get a second win. Um, I'm still high on them. Think they're a good team in the league. They're a very good team. At Pop State didn't even really get going crazy in this game. Because Taz was vintage Taz. Taz was playing at a very high level, finally finishing his laps, making some threes, looking like the player that he once was. slow step runners. Yeah, no, uh, Taz looked very good in this game, and um, I look to hopefully continue that going. He continues that going forward. Last game of the day, absolutely phenomenal game. Blue Steel against Hardover Hyatt. If you didn't stay and watch this game on Thursday or just come through to watch, you missed a really good game. Um, mm. Final score was Blue Steel 78, Hardover Hyatt 75. Um, back and forth game the entire time. Blue Steel kind of led by like 7-ish, 5-ish the entire second, like a majority of the second half. Biggest play in the game. Um, Majid elbows Jason Gomes inadvertently. Jason Gomes has... Starts gushing blood from his, his nose. Yeah. Um, has to sit out the rest of the game. Once again, Harover High for the second straight week playing without their best player. Um, I thought um, Shafiq was playing with a lot more confidence and shooting the ball a lot more and getting to the lane and making layups. I thought Kyle Baker played a very good game in this one for them. Was rebounding the ball well and making a, few, a lot of big shots. CJ Keeling just kind of needed to get it going. He didn't have his full legs there after that week one uh, injury scare. He took a week off, came back and played. Just couldn't couldn't find the rim. Had a couple air balls. Um, was still very confident every time he shot. He felt like he was going to hit the next one. And I can tell he's a good shooter because Jason was talking about to me before the game. So I know I probably just saw one of his worst games ever. Um, I still like hard over height. I just think that the Jason injury it killed them in this game. They lost their main their main uh well, how, their what, main initiator. What was the score when he went out? He was down, down five, three, down five, five, seven with like nine minutes to go yeah. in the game. Yeah, it was like it was like seven minutes to go in the game. And when your best initiator and scorer goes out of the game, it's a tough uh, it's a tough sell. They fought really hard and they fought hard late. Nick Pernito did a very good job coaching this team at the end of the game. I liked his Nick was calling timeouts. Yeah, I liked his late game execution. Let's talk about the winners in this game. Blue Steel, um, Majid. A monster in this game. Dubs getting his vintage buckets. Um, I thought um, Ronit was the story of this game. Just finding the open spots on the court and Rebound, finishing all run, of his layups. Finish, um, run the lane, fill, fill the lane transition. Blue Steel's, Blue Steel's uh, two centers went two for two from three. Dom hit a three, Ronit hit a three. Okay. I think when that team gets two for two from three from their two big men, they're going to be tough to stop. The, the thing about Ryan playing on a Ryan-led team, he's going he's gonna to trust you. Like, he's going to trust his, his role players in crunch time. Like, he went to Ronit for that three in crunch time. Ronit knocked down a big three. Like, yeah, Ryan, you're going to get the shot. ball, bro. When you play with Majid and Ryan making decisions, you're going to get the if ball. If you're open, you're going to get the yeah, ball. You're gonna get Ronit the ball. found the open spots all game long. Majid hit him with a few crazy no-look dimes. Uh, Ryan did a great job finishing the layups. Um... I thought George played a pretty good game. Also, was just being involved, creating, rebounding, uh, being active on defense. But uh, Dubs and Majid are the, are the engines that make this team go, and they both were pretty on their games in this one. Majid, late in the game, was kind of uh, not getting the ball, it felt like. And he, 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 just, he gets into these funks where if no one tells him and tells him, yo, go get the fucking ball, he doesn't go and be aggressive enough to get the ball. He did eventually go get the ball towards the end of the game, hit, I think, six straight free throws to, to close that one out. Um, ice cold Majid at the line to close out a big win against the team that they – both teams needed this win. They both were sitting at one and one. Two and one looks a lot better than one and two. Um, and Blue Steel uh, avenges the loss from last year. This is a, a two teams that have a lot of the same guys. Last year, Blue Steel. Uh, last time, last year, Harvard Height won on a game winner by Dylan Quigley. This year, 
Blue Steel, Majid and company are able to finish the job and close out a win. Um, Hardover Height did get a late, like a, like a three off at the end, but it was not a good shot. Yeah. Didn't seem like they had a great play coming out of the timeout because as soon as the ball was in bad, Nick Pernillo said, oh, this is not the play I, yeah. I drew up. Um, Nick said they didn't have a play. He said he said they didn't want to play. That's what he said. That is very interesting. Yeah, I would have called the play. Definitely but uh, that wasn't what they needed. Shafiq took a very off-balance contested fadeaway three, did not hit the rim. Great game by both teams. Um, guys that played against each other for a long time. So they both knew each other's games, uh, and it was a good one. I mean, if I'm going to critique... Yeah, critique. If I'm going to critique the winning team here, there's no reason why you should ever be forcing shots on that team. Like, too many good shot creators. Too many good shot creators, too many good shot makers. Like, fucking move the ball. Like, possessions that come down where you just... One guy comes down and shoots, it's a, like... For no reason, like a deep contested three. Why? Move the ball. Um, late game execution was fucking terrible. Yeah, they were like turning the ball over and shit. Ryan mm-hmm. threw a backcourt. I've never seen Ryan do some shit like he that in did. my life. Um, that was crazy. For hard over height, you'd like to think that they had Jason. It could have been they different. Won the game. Um, yeah. Nico's a beast yet again. Yeah, Nick's I need to see Shafiq going to the rim, laying more. Like he was laying a lot in this I, game. I know, but like he's like he, like later in the game too. It's like. He, I feel like he got to that, like, later in the game. Yes, he did. Like, I feel like he goes to, like, one every, like, six, seven possessions. I'm like, how about we do that, like, one every two possessions? Like, you're so nice to the rim. Like, cross over, get to the rack. He could pass. He could shoot. He could float it off the I glass. I like, more decisive. Yeah, like, they... I like their team. Um, they didn't they, have they, Shafiq's brother. Who yeah, they, they, stuck, they stuck with it. They stuck with it the entire time. Uh, they just need to... Uh, they need to not have Jason get elbowed in the face. Yeah, Jason was playing with a mask. I saw Jason playing with a mask, so I expect him to be back for his next game. He's not playing on Tuesday. I gave I gave them the liberty of uh Thursday game. Gave them the Thursday game, so they'll play next two. They'll play the following Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I like both teams. I think Hardover Heights going to be a tough out for anyone, no matter who, what the size of the team is or anything like that. Um, as Tom Brady's out of the game actually for Blake. Yeah. <laughs> um. And as for Blue Steel, I think they have the talent and scoring ability to match up with every team in the league. It just comes down to do they look for good shots every time or is it still a me, me, me offense? Um, at times in the game, they move the ball very well. At times in the game, they look like they're looking for their own shot. So um, just more consistently, consistency offensively. But I am excited about how they played in this game and how they were. Even mm-hmm. though it looked rocky, they were able to finish the game. Yeah, no, for sure. Majid hit like seven or eight free throws. Down. Good win. Yeah, good, good win, win for them. Blue Steel. All right, let's week. do a week four preview. Mm-hmm. There are only four games this week. Games are being played tomorrow night, Tuesday at CJB. Um, to Timberlane and Marlboro, yes, not Marlboro. Um, let's remember to respect the referees and respect our <laughs> opponents and not leave a mess after. I know they have someone that cleans up. And Still, it's not me, yeah, don't be but, trashy. Yeah, don't be trashy. Clean up your mess. I don't want to be looked at as someone who runs a league of people who are slops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. First game of the day for Tuesday. We have a very good matchup. TTG TTG Blue Devils against Blue Steel, who we just talked about. Um, mm. I like this matchup for both teams. I think um, TTG needs to get on track. TTG needs to get on track, and this might not be the team that they want to do it against. This is the team that could definitely get off on you in a, in a, in a second. I will say that for TTG, this will probably... Um, be a team that def- be an opponent that definitely lacks a tad on offense, a defense at times. They allow uh, open shots, boneheaded mistakes from time to time with Blue Steel. Um, definitely think they need to buy in a little more on defense, and I think so does TTG. TTG, like we talked about in the recap, needs to move the ball better, needs to get Bobby some more looks. Um, only had six guys show up 
this past week, so I hope to see them have like their eight or nine guys so they can get more of a rotation. Bryce yeah. Ballou, who had who had a very good first season in our league, I like to just see him get more minutes on the court. Feel like he's very effective and he rebounds the ball very well when he's on the court. Puts himself in good positions to make plays for a team. So. Um, also, a guy who doesn't care to get his, just wants to win. It seems like. Yeah. So, I'm I'm hoping that they get him on the court more. Maybe get pairings with him and Jared on the court at the same time, not just one of the two bigs. Maybe try to go big on some teams. Um, in this game, I'm looking for Bobby to get going. Who's going to guard Bobby? Because Tom Garvey is the start for them, so you're probably going to have to put someone who's an offensive-minded player on Bobby in the beginning of the game as Daniel Jones gets sacked again. Um, I'll start with the picks. I'm taking Blue Steel. They look like the better team right now. I think that Dubs and Modric are feeling very good about themselves and about the team. The team is defining roles a little better as the as the as the um the game the season has gone on. Josh made some big shots late in the last game. Um, didn't take as many bad shots as he did the previous week. I think that they just need to know who gets the shots late between Majid and Ryan because those need to be the guys that are handling the ball at the late game. Um. I think that Blue Steel, yeah, I think they're just a better team right now. I'm, I'm also take taking Blue Steel in this game. I can't take TTG um, just yet. I need to see them play better. I need to see Bobby go off this week. They could win this game. Oh, I need to see you need, you need you need big games. You need high level shot making ability in this game. But I'm taking. Blue yeah, Steel. I think one of the X factors could be Jared Pearson. He's a big body, like six five, six six. So he's gonna give Dom and Ron some problems. Yeah, he can give them some work down low. Um, he definitely can get some work down low and kind of get busy. But Dom and Ron are going to have their hands full with him. But I think I'm just going to take Blue Steel. I think they just have a better offensive scoring. Offense offense right now. And in this league, it's showing right now that offense is winning games. So, except for our team. Unless you're Kate. Unless you're okay. um, But, yeah. So, I'm going to take Blue Steel. And you were also taking Blue, Blue Steel. Blue Steel, for sure. Um, at the 930 game, we have the 0-3-0-3 matchup. UDH versus the Pan. Give me UDH. Give you UDH. Why? Because... They are a good team who's played a really tough game so far. Um, they played good competition up to this point. They played DS, DFA, and, and, Bab- and Showtime. You could argue the three top teams in the league right now. You could argue those are the three top teams. Um, I'm putting the bad boys ahead of them because they beat them, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could, you could just say bad boys in there I got too. you, Tom. I agree. But no, you know what I'm saying. He hates on you guys. That's crazy. That's because Andy was hating on us. That's okay, fine. that's fair. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but no, I'm taking UDH. They're a good team. I think they need to show up with their guys. Brandon Milling shows up in this game. I think they're going to, athletically, they give them trouble too. I think Kyle yeah, Powers. Kyle's the, the yeah, Kyle's going to be the most athletic guy. For the guy first time this season, he'll be the most Ka- athletic player. Kyle will be the, the most probably. athletic kid on the floor. Um, the biggest guy on the floor too. Like I said, I think Mike Oliva. I think Mike Oliva got some got his rhythm back a little bit towards the end of the game. I think Brandon Milling adds a good scoring dynamic for you. Ryan Simmons gets to the basket. Get Will Oswald back in the mix. Let him let him start talking some shit. Let him get going. Let him get their their energy up. They are in desperate need of a win. This is a team that I have seen win in men's leagues before. So I'm taking them over the pan, who I think is still struggling on exactly how to figure out how to win in this league. Um, I like. Like, I like the pan. I think they have guys that can score and put the ball in the bucket. Brian Conforth showed that. I think he had 20 points in the last game against the Bad Boys, which is not an easy task. I mean, you know, actually, I think he had more than that, to be honest with you. Um, I just think that they need to kind of figure out who are their second scorers and who are their third scorers and make sure that those are the guys taking the, the, the amount of shots. I think the pen does do a very good job moving the ball and getting good looks each time down the floor, or the majority of their looks are pretty good looks. Um... Need to get out of transition more. Just make your life easier. Get easier buckets. 
Um, you know that UDH is going to definitely try and get out in transition and take a lot of threes. Um, I think the Pen, their their method to victory each week is going to be slowing the game down, forcing teams into half-court offense and making them really struggle and work for their points. Dominating the glass or winning the battle of the glass each week is important for the Pen, and I think that this week UDH is going to have the most dynamic athlete probably on the field. And, on the court, on the court they, with Kyle, so they're probably gonna have to do a good. Their their key to the game is stopping Kyle and limiting Kyle, and not allowing wide open threes because this team is a bunch of sharpshooters. I'm gonna take UDH. Also, I think they have a little more athleticism, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Pen won. These teams are both zero and three, and anything could happen because it's a men's league basketball game. We're both on UDH to get back on track. To get on track, not back yeah, on track. Yeah, no, to get on track. To get track. on track for the first time all season. All right, next game of the day, 10 o'clock slate. Black Air Force is against the locals. 3-0 Black Air Force is versus 1-2 locals. Um, <laughs> records aren't... I'm not taking records into account when I'm talking about this game because I think the locals are better than their record has shown. They've played two of the best teams in the league. It's so a scrappy far. game. This is going to be a very scrappy game. Um, I like this game. The problem for me... Um, oh, no, 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 no. I never mind. They have Nate, so they won't get dominated in the glass. I was going to say, if they had Nate, if they didn't have Nate, it could be a problem. Um, if Nate is there, that'll definitely alleviate the uh, the possible domination of the glass by Black Air Forces. Black Air Forces is a energetic team. They're going to come with passion, play with a lot of energy. They're going to talk and communicate very well. The locals, Dave has them always talking, has them always moving. They play a very good 2-3 zone. And they've rebounded pretty well in the last two weeks. I felt like they played head-to-head very, very well with DFA. I know we're going to harp on that point for a while, but they did. And DFA is one of the two, three best teams in the league. In this game, I'm looking yeah. for locals to not get caught up in the hype of the game. Just play within yourselves. Take yeah. good shots. This crowd is going to be ball. rowdy. In the this crowd one. is going to be rowdy in this one at 10 o'clock at night. So they, the G show out and stop, the G show up, and they show out a number. So it's going to be a rowdy game. You got to stay within yourself. Um, and as for as for uh, the Black Air Forces, I think they just need to keep doing what they're doing, keep playing with energy, keep making sure Kyle Bradshaw's taking the most shots on your team, and Jesse and Starry follow right behind that. Um, you got some shooters on your team, so keep letting that bitch fly. I want to take the locals in this game. Yeah, but I'm nervous about how the, the crowd. I'm nervous. I'm not. I don't. I think they have guys who are definitely capable of it, but I'm just nervous about how it's gonna how it's gonna go down. Like. Dave Phillips, I know, could play in this environment. I think Justin Catronio could play in this environment. Keenan, they all, could, they, everyone on that team could play in that environment. <sighs> Who are you taking? Black Air Forces roll. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the locals. I think they're gonna pull around. I'm going. I'm going with the upset here. I have to go with the upset. You're taking the locals. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the upset here. I think they're gonna respond to it. Very good game. Close game. Something like. 68, 65, final, slow it down a little bit. That's the game with Black Air Forces. They they slow Slow the game game down down. also, so the game's usually low score, which means it's close. I like the Black Air Force team a lot. I don't know how I'm going to pick against them, but I'm going to take take a shot on Lugos. I'm going to take an upset against you. Um, Haven't had many upsets so far in the league. Basketball's a little more of a uh, harder sports pull upsets. A little more of a, oh, they have... A god on their team, he's probably going to yeah. win the game. <laughs> Very possible. But this game doesn't have any gods, I would say. They have a lot of good basketball players in this game, so I'm going to take uh, the Bayern Force. Last game of the day, DFA against the Waiver Wire Warriors. Um, not the opponent you'd want for the Waiver Wire Warriors here as they try to figure it out. DFA coming off of a loss, they're going to be hungry to get back on track. Hungry. I think uh, guys like Mike Davidson, Lee Henderson, um, Harry, Deshaun, Buddy, Jaleel, they're going to be looking to for a get-right game here after a tough outing last time out. 
Um, for waiver wire warriors, Jamal gotta keep them in the game. He's gotta be hitting his shots. Ralph's gotta be hitting shots, and Mark Cota's gotta be hitting shots. Call it how it is. If they're not hitting shots early in this game, and this game gets to a twenty point game early, then it could be a long night for them. They need to do what the they need to do either what the locals did or what I told the pen to do against the bad boys. Either slow the game down and get good possessions and don't turn the ball over as much, or shoot the lights out and keep with them and hope at the end of the game you're hitting shots and they're not. Um, DFA is a well-oiled machine. I know we made them look like uh, we made them look a lot different than that last week, but they are one of the best teams in the league. Have one of the top players in the league in Deshaun Robinson, and like I said, they are hungry after a huge L last week. The L that they were not expecting to take, so I expect them to come in very focused with a laser-tight um, game plan and a laser-tight um, rotation mm-hmm. of their guys, and making sure the right guys are in the game at the I, right times. So. I think this is a game where everyone could get in. This one could get ugly. It could. Be, I, I think. think. That, I think they're gonna come out super, super focused. If the waiver wire warrior team has Jamal, Mark, Rob, Ralph, Ralph, like they can make it a game. They yeah, they got a, the talent. The they can make it a competitive too. game, but, but they can't be playing iso ball. Yeah, DF, DFA is gonna come out hungry. Hungry. That's the know. problem. They're gonna come out hungry. They're and tight, they're gonna, and they're gonna come out and play defense. You know, they're gonna come yeah. out and play defense because we just beat them with a defensive mindset. So. I could see this game getting ugly. I'm thinking the over. This is like I'm thinking this is like a like an all star game. This is like a half. this is like a 115 to 80 game. I hate to hear that. That's but, that's just my opinion. That's nah, what I, think. I mean, I just I just hate that because like you know you don't like to see games that are out of reach early in the game. Like to have good competitive games, but just not the matchup for the waiver wire warriors here. Um, but listen, come in. It's a basketball game. Anyone could be missing shots. Anyone could be making shots on any given day. Big Rob needs to be there to force some pressure at the rim for the uh, for the the slashers. And if you're um, if you're the waiver warriors, you really got to dig your heels out on defense. You got to focus on who who's the real shooters, who are the guys you can allow because there definitely are guys on every team that you can allow to shoot. You can't allow them to shoot. So I don't know what defense you play in two three zone, three two zone, man to man, but just communicate, talk, and give your best effort. Yeah, we're both taking DFA. I'm taking DFA. Everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you, obviously, if because Thanksgiving there's not going to be no Thursday games, um, pull up, pull up tonight to CJB. It will be fun. The games will be good. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Kurt, you got anything else? Um, no, just remember what I said. Respect refs, respect your opponents, respect the, everything that's going on at CJB. All right. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We will catch you guys at CJB tomorrow night. Peace. Peace.